Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Congrats! You figured out how to make a podcast. But before you launch your training course or start chiming in with advice on the public forums, maybe you should try your hand at even harder ways to make a podcast. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Two ways to make a podcast, the easy way and the hard way. Now, by definition, most people who get into podcasting almost always take the easy way. Because why wouldn't you? If there's an easy way versus a hard way to do something for the very first time, why wouldn't you take the easy way? Because honestly, it's pretty easy to make a podcast. Getting easier by the minute, not necessarily better, but a lot easier to make a podcast. Applications make it super easy to go. But you know, that's the way it is with most things. It's easier today to write a book than it was 30 years ago. It's easier today to get speaking engagements than it was 30 years ago. Everything's easier. Digital makes things easier, right? With that easiness comes a false sense of expertise I would offer to you. Now, it's not unique to podcasting. I've seen this everywhere. Very common for a new writer, someone who writes novels, for example, to go crank out their novel during NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month, where they crank out some 30,000 words, 50,000 words, whatever the number is these days, and then turn and publish it on November the 1st, which is a terrible idea. But nonetheless, they get their book out there and they say, hey, I'm a published author. I'm now going to go teach other people how to do what I just did. Same way it was when websites first came around. Wow, I figured out how to make the blink tag work. Great. I am suddenly a web developer. I'm going to teach other people how to make a website that I just did or whatever the case might be. That's very common. We see that a lot. And that's fine because there are lots of people who can't even make it to the easy stage who need help getting there. And that's, and that's great. So people who are willing to help them to say, hey, here's how I did it. I, I think that's wonderful. I think the camaraderie that comes along with helping people lift them up to the level you're at is a wonderful thing. But at the same time, I'm hoping that you're thinking about making podcasting better. The very first thing you've ever done in podcasting probably, and I'm just, just, just guessing here, probably isn't the best thing you can do after years of doing it. Especially if the ways you're doing things now, 10 years later, are the same as you were doing them you know, 10 years ago. You haven't really grown in the process. Maybe things have gotten easier for you, but if you're cranking out the same type of content for your podcast, um, there might be more to it. And in fact, there is more to it. So let's take the assumption, working podcaster, that you really do want to be the kind of person that has a training course or the kind of person that wants to be very active 
active in the forums, offering advice, maybe even soliciting people to make, you know, help them with their shows. In order for you to do that, you need to take all the knowledge that you have right now and take it a step further. Take the shows that you're working on right now and take them a step further, even if they're just hobbyist shows. Take them a step further. In fact, I want you to work harder on your show than you're doing currently. I want you to do something different for your show than you are doing currently. And the reason I want you to do that is so that you can grow and expand and understand that there's more to podcasting than just the way that you do it. So here's an example. Let's say that you, like most podcasters out there, have a straightforward interview show. It's you and a guest. And that's it. Pretty straightforward and simple. You probably got that down to a fine art. You can be in and out really quickly. How about you take your next episode or a future episode and do something quite different? You can keep it as an interview style, but what if you did it more as a guided story that the other person tells? To where you take the answers to their questions and maybe you rearrange them. Maybe you do that and you cut yourself out completely, but you come back in and write narrative parts where you're doing voiceover work. And that's all people hear from you is the voiceover pieces and then the guest giving the answers. Maybe you rephrase some of the quests and some of the answers the guest gave you so that you can do a smaller segments of the guest answers as opposed to the long, you know, sometimes five or six minute long response. Maybe you cut yourself out completely and you do a single voice where the guest himself or herself is the one who's speaking and you never, ever, ever talk. Can you make a show sound compelling that way? If you have the ability to do so, do something radically different. What if you did something new that will never work on your own podcast, but what if you experimented with the journalistic style of storytelling? where you're capturing sounds around you, you're capturing conversations around you, you're going to have conversations with people, and you come back into the studio, and you put all of those together in a nice, tight, edited process. And instead of it taking you an hour to do it, it takes you 15 hours to do it, because it's hard work. Think what you'll learn about making a podcast when you've done that, when you've really gone outside of your comfort zone, And when you've done something that's a lot harder than it was previously, than what you're currently doing, how much will you grow that way? Maybe it becomes its own show. Why not? You can have multiple shows for podcasters. We don't just simply have a podcast. You might have lots of podcasts. Do something different. And again, not just with what you're doing. You can't just spend more time on your current processes. I'm talking about doing something radically different than you're doing today. That's what leads you to become seen more as an expert when you become more well-rounded in the space and not just doing the things you're doing today. Lots of ways you can do it as as we keep on thinking about doing things easier in podcasting. I'm making the push that you should think about doing things harder. Just so you can see what they are, just so you can grow and get to that next level so you're worthy of having your own training course. Or you've got a voice that is worthy when you're inside of those public forums offering up advice to people. Food for thought. Speaking of food, or at least coffee for thought, how about going to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and, you know, buying me a coffee to help support the program. 
You can also go to ratethispodcast.com slash podpunt. Ratethispodcast.com slash podpunt and leave a rating for the content that you have heard here. And if you need some help with the strategy for your business, get in touch with me. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro reaches me or go to simplermedia.pro to see a list of services that we offer clients all around the globe. See you tomorrow for another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.